I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV and such. The Turkey Team is here. I'm Scott Evil, here with Ryan Ankner. Hello. You're a real crumbum. Good afternoon. How are you today? He's back. What's happening, hoops, as I typically say? I mean, we're having a goo. The Earlier we were watching that Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, like, they're promoting some sort of... Uh, Did we win yet? <laughs> yeah, we need to win this. Mm. They're promoting a charity and like giving away a a hang time day. We get to have lunch with them and do a whole thing. That uh, this video is great. Like their banter together. That's yeah, a great video. That that bit about Robert Pattinson stealing his job on Batman, which is pretty much what happened. Yeah, I hadn't seen them together in so long. I was like, look at this banter. These Best guys. Best duo of all time, except for us. He's back. Yeah, I felt like I was watching Goodwill Hunting 2, Hunting Season. Wow, I wish that movie really existed. Applesauce. But Bitch. yeah, we, <laughs> we need to win that uh, giveaway. If we Turkey really Heads do. want to like unite and pitch into this charity and make yeah, this like, happen for us. I think the way we can win it is on that Omaze website, O-M-A-Z-E. You go on there and you can just type in Ben Affleck, it'll come up. You can donate in our name. And I'm, I'm asking you to do this with peace and love. Peace and love. Peace to send love. as many turkey head related donations as you can. And that way we'll win the contest and Scotty Boy and I get to fly out to uh, Tinseltown, <laughs> as they say in the biz. Yes. And have a nice lunch with, with our boys. Yeah. They'll be fighting over who gets to play Fenway Frank in no time. They'll both want the role, no doubt. Imagine if we had them both on the show, just starstruck the entire time. I have nothing to say. I, I'd hit them with some stuff. I'd just start yammering about their movies, see if they bit at anything. I'd be too excited. It would probably take a couple minutes, but I'd just play a bunch of drops, and then they'd they'd feel right at home. Like, Is that Rossi? He did um, used to live right above you, Matt Damon. He did, yeah. I don't know if the fans remember that. Yeah, we had him as a neighbor for a little while. It was top secret. And yes. I never met him because I was going through an embarrassing breakup. And his assistant had to text me one day to ask me to stop her from yelling. And then I was too embarrassed to meet Matt Damon. So that's a true story. Yeah. He's upstairs, like, trying to read the script for The Martian. and (laughs) Which I loved. That was good. And he's hearing your fucking, your squabbles. That's fun. Humiliating. It's fun to imagine. I responded with, you guys heard that too? And there was no response back. (laughs) Because I don't think they took the bait. Hmm. But yeah, so we'll win that. We'll become fast friends with uh, Goodwill Hunting and Badwill Hunting. It'll be dope. I'm in. He's in. Did you see the big news? Dexter is returning to Showtime after way too long of an initial run, and a couple years have passed. They're they're bringing him back for a limited series with Michael C. Hall as Dexter and the original showrunner. They noted, which I guess. Bodes well. Those first couple seasons were the strongest. Now Dex, 
If you're going to come back on Showtime, you better remember that you're running up against the Chi. Yeah. You better bring Batista back with you. He needs the work. We're going to need another 14 seasons. The yeah. only shows that get cancelled on this network are the good ones and the ones where one of the cast members rapes another one of the cast members. <laughs> yeah, not only will Showtime let their shows run like way too long initially, they'll just bring it back and now it'll probably go another like five seasons if it's a, if it's a new hit. I can't believe they're even doing this. I think Dexter had the perfect series finale, am I right, Hank? Yeah, it, was, it couldn't have been better. That muggy CGI and Dexter, like, floating off into the ocean or whatever the fuck happened. That was awful. It ends with him, like, as a lumberjack, just staring into the camera. It's, like, the dudsiest ending imaginable. Yeah, that was super, super bad. Um, Michael C. Hall's in the best series finale of all time in Six Feet Under and the worst series finale of all time in Dexter. Fun fact. And then he did this show called Safe that I pretty much did not finish, even though I tried, and it was dudsy. That was unsafe of you to do that. Mm, agreed. Um, speaking of unsafe, uh, <laughs> enemy of the show Simon Cowell broke his back over the summer, uh, falling off of a bike. I, I remember we covered that. That we was did. some fun news. Well, apparently he's getting spinal surgery, which he's been bedridden since that injury, by the way. He broke his entire spine. And he's now okay. getting spinal surgery, and the doctors have told him that he's going to be in bed for another six months. Wow. Which is just awesome. Yeah, keep him there. Who needs him? <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? He is a dick. Hmm. And I don't really think that he provides much to anybody. Yeah. Except for banging other guys' wives and coming up with bad bands and bad TV shows and wearing V-neck sweaters with a with a hacked up Botox face. Yeah, remember that picture of him on that red carpet? That he looked like a fucking gargoyle. It was What like, happened there? What happened? I feel like I'm dropping out with the mic. Can you hear me pretty good? Kid, I'm hearing you. This is a little technical behind-the-scenes stuff, guys. Don't, uh... This is the stuff the fans love. They I'm do. I'm pretty sure. But in better news, uh, Harvey Weinstein's lawyers claim that he will likely die in prison if not free. Don't your friendship with me for five minutes. So, I thought that was kind of fun. It's like, sounds good to me. Uh, that is some of the best news we've gotten. That slippery monster. <laughs> yeah. When are they gonna... When are they going to put a bullet in his head? I'm surprised nobody's killed him, or at least beaten the shit out of him. Yeah, I don't know what kind of jail he's in, if he's like... He's just he's just cooling down and nobody's bothering him? Is he in Gen Pop? I don't know jail stuff. <laughs> I wish we did. Would we be pretty good as jail guys? No. I don't I imagine don't so we would thrive in jail, I don't think. At least not myself. You'd be like the cool workout guy. You could get everyone... Uh, do you think they'd listen to my tips and my expertise, or do you no. think they would just blow me off? I feel like my first day in the gym at the prison would be like Brawl in Cell Block 99, <laughs> and I'd be swinging a barbell trying to defend myself. You trying to set up a new AnkFit location in prison? Like, okay, guys, this is the deal. You're all going to give me $100 an hour. I'm going to show you the moves. <laughs> Throwing out some t-shirts. Only it's 100 cigarettes. Ooh. I'd be back smoking cigarettes in 10 seconds in jail. What about 200 cigarettes? That's an awful movie. Or coffee and cigarettes. Ooh, another boring movie. Why'd you do that, Scotty? Cigarette movies? No good, we're learning. You need that hat that says cigarettes on it. That's another thing <laughs> we're going to... I might start a GoFundMe for you to get that hat, because it's from a company called For Those Who Sin, and it's super expensive for a hat. I think it's like $70. I'm not paying $70 for a hat. Yeah. Speaking of hats, we're thinking about doing a contest. If someone... Oh. Start, start sending us in some questions, and whoever gets the best one 
Is this Scott and Ryan's contest corner? It is, actually. <laughs> Here's the theme music, boys. Oh. Everybody get on your saddle and lighten up your spurs and oh. dust off your old hat. Is that what you do with spurs? <laughs> <laughs> Sharpen them, my, my friend. Hooey! Yeah, I, I, just... I need that voice filter to do Hank properly. I was just cleaning my six shooter over here. That's good. And uh, is it full of urine and feces? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hard life. It's, things get gritty. Yeah, I try to shoot someone and it's clogged with uh, poo and pee. That's very fun. <laughs> Greedy western stuff. Let me let this song rock for a second. This is, makes my whole night. I mean, I'm having fun. I feel like racist Twitter has taken a hold of this song and they do like videos of themselves driving through Black Lives Matter protests with big Confederate <laughs> flags on the truck and like, and, like all the fucking uh, exhaust fumes spray all over the protesters. And I know I'm not supposed to think that's funny. I'm going to get out of the woke limo for a second here and say, I know I'm not supposed to think that's funny, He's back. but it's hilarious. Wow. Plus, I called the police on a group of uh children last night so i guess i'm part of the problem i'm a karen now you are a karen i listen to country music i laugh at racism what is a male karen a darren they say kyle like kyle rittenhouse i guess who's a friend of the show i like darren hank's a darren folks i didn't see this coming it's kind of fucked up but the contest to get back on track (laughs) yes 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 the contest is i have an mtv video music awards trucker hat wow that looks on, when i put it on my head i look like the coolest pretty much ever? like a character on blues clues or something silly i don't look like me mm. so i'm gonna give this hat away wow but like you said we need to get questions from the listeners mm. you come in with your best question you send it to enough the podcast at gmail.com or one of our social media outlets which yes, scott yes. knows i don't yes even though i run half twitter Podcast enough, Instagram enough, the podcast. Boom. Give us a good question. You get the hat. Please, goddamn it. It's a beautiful <laughs> hat. I love the hard sell. It's like, give us a question. You get the hat. <laughs> Do you understand? You need that hat, man. What is and it again? MTV Movie Awards? Video Music Awards. Oh, even doper. Even one, doper. One might say. <laughs> Tight, cheap, and dope. I mean, I'll get night promotings on this. He, he loves that stuff. It's you all know. his if he can get the question. Promotional merch. He's a very, very famous internet sensation at this night is. openings, and I often screen grab and post many, many, many of his pictures. Especially lately in his stories, every post he puts up, I'm just like, wow. I'm just like 90s celebrities with cigarettes and in a yeah. time when cigarettes were in vogue. There's nothing I love more than a red carpet Siggy mm-hmm. with like Christian Slater and some sidecar who like killed himself after this premiere. Just fucking cooling it down. The wickedly talented one and only Adele Dussie. But yeah, hit us up on Instagram, follow night openings, questions. the whole deal. I know there's like three of you who are regular listeners that are probably going to take this one. I'd like to hear from somebody new. Ooh, some of that new? I'd like to hear an underdog win this one. Because I'm looking at Good, I'm looking at Monty, I'm looking at my dad, maybe my sister. Those are like in the orbit of the people in my on my end who yeah. listen the most. Turkey heads. You have a few pals as well. Yeah. Ank wants some of that strange. I would like some strange. Yes. I would like a person that I don't even know who you are Ooh. to reach out. Yeah. 
That would be the most fun. Like some person from another country who it's like, how did you even find the show? Give me I a love question you. that I don't want to answer. That's yeah. the goal. Let's get gritty. Maybe we'll be measuring our penises on episode 91. Who knows? Sounds it's fun. get crazy over here. <laughs> you stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! Get that ruler out. But uh, did you see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are reportedly joining Tom Holland that, actually. in the next Spider-Man movie? And I don't know why they're cool. doing this. Like, Spider-Man, that animated movie that won a bunch of awards and was really good, Into the Spider-Verse, that was the plot of that movie. There's like, oh, like, the universe is ruptured and all the Spider-Mans leak in and they're all hanging out and doing stuff. And now they're just going to do that again in the new live-action one? They're going to start the movie up with, like, a, a star wipe and then Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield deep open-mouth kissing on screen for <laughs> yeah. a solid 90 seconds. I mean, that would be a, an interesting take. But yeah, this seems... I don't know. And we talked last week, they're adding, like, Jamie Foxx's Electro to this movie. This movie's sounding a little bloated and turkey-ish, the more I'm hearing about it. This song's playing in the background. Andrew Garfield has a big, thick rod in his khakis. Oh. Although I guess it would be cool to see, like, Tobey Maguire roaring in. I don't know. Tobey Maguire slowly slides his hand up Andrew Garfield's shirt and they like oh. zoom in on like you can see the definition of his abs. You're still in here. <laughs> and he just whispers into his ear like, I've never done this before. Wow. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. And then uh, Paul Giamatti's the rhino roars in and they have to interrupt their coitus to save the day. He does that move where he pulls his belt off and it makes that sound and it's like it's like your dad's about to beat you but instead it's sexual so it's sort of like you're you're scared but you're also turned on Mm. it's getting hot in here they lay down on the bed (laughs) both big okay turgid rocks okay (laughs) how long are you gonna go with this bit (laughs) but yes how about an american psycho and um christian bale is just sitting at his desk with his eyes (laughs) closed listening to the song it's like one of the funniest moments (laughs) in any movie it's such like a nothing, like two second clip. <laughs> With those big headphones on and then like whoever, like Chloe Sevigny interrupts him or something. Hi. Excuse me, Patrick. Should I do more gay erotica? Right in with that too. That could be like my new thing. Yes. My new shtick. But yeah, we'll see how the Spider-Men uh, do with their powerful sex scene and mm. action when that movie comes out in probably Can't like 2025. And speaking of other movie announcements, they announced the cast for that new uh, Adam McKay movie, Don't Look Up. Adam McKay's like the guy... Anchorman? Who, yeah. Okay. And then he's, he's like classy now. He did Vice and uh, the big short. That's new. Succession? Yes. That too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. I must admit. Is he part of Gary Sanchez Productions with Will Ferrell? Is that are they all under that same umbrella? I don't think that's a thing anymore. But he used they to. They dissolved be. that. Yes, you're right. But yeah, they Good used guess. to be like a package deal. But they announced the cast for his new movie. It's uh, star-studded, as they say. Is, I'm confused. Is that the one shooting in a couple of weeks in Boston? Yes. With Leo and Jonah. That's all right, the cool. one. And you got Meryl Streep, the Himish Patel from I Yesterday, who was a, uh, you know, one of the great. Oh, Actors of our time. from yesterday, Monty's favorite movie. There it is, yes. <laughs> Gotta love it. Himish Patel, and also Timothy Chalamet, your boy, Jennifer Lawrence. I mean... I have... I've said before that I don't really like Jennifer Lawrence, and then... Ooh, I love I, her. I do too now. 
I don't know what it was that did it for me, but I think it was probably because it wasn't Silver Linings Playbook. I think it was. Um, oh God, now I'm losing it. I like American her. Hustle. She's great in She's that. She's awesome in that. I like Mother. Mother. I think I've never seen the Hunger Games movies, but I like her in like almost everything I've seen her in. Mm. I don't know why people. There's like a big backlash with her. I feel it's like what, what's are, the problem? She's a babe. She's in good movies. What's what's? Huh? You know what it is. She's had a couple of big bombs that were on it. Like Joy was a huge bomb. <sighs> wow, does Joy not exist? Right. Holy and shit. I think that she has had some gaffes. Like she fell on the red carpet. And there's but she's had a lot of moments where like she got successful really fast, and then it was easy to make fun of all the stuff. And then also, I think Fair. she tries to do the whole like I'm just a regular girl. I eat hot dogs, and then she has a 23-inch waist and, like, triple mm. D tits and a perfect face. Yeah. It's like, you're not a regular girl. You're a supermodel. Shut up. Yeah. That's fair. So I think that's why she rubs people the wrong way, because she's so, so hell-bent on just being one of the guys or one of the girls. Yeah. And she's not. Like, you're an elite Hollywood A-list actress that's gotten tons of really, really marketable work, and I believe you were nominated for an Oscar. The work. I think she's been nominated, like, several times. For Not for Joy. I, I honestly not. wouldn't be surprised if she got nominated, even though it bombed, because they do that. I think she got nominated for American Hustle. Yes. And at least, at least one. Winter's Bone. Did she? Maybe, because that was yeah, that I, was her first. I'm, I would. I said it like you'd be the one fact checking me. I honestly don't know. I'm gonna yeah. look it up. I feel like she's a, like a triple nominee. But uh, but yeah, they're filming in Boston. She I think. won for Silver Linings Playbook. There it is. Yes. That's so weird that she won for that. I don't hate that movie, but it's, it's kind of like forgettable. Chris Tucker's. But in that's it. it. That's, that's the only Oscar she's won. But a lot of Teen Choice Awards. She'll be in Boston soon. We should storm yeah. the set, demand roles, fucking hang out with Leo and Jonah. Imagine that. That'd be a hang too. We're getting all the celebrity hangs this week. Yes, these are all going to happen. This is all real. And yes, she was nominated for Winter's Bone. She won for Silver Linings Playbook. She was nominated for American Hustle. And she was nominated for Joy as well. Holy shit. So basically 11, 13, 14, and 16. Like every two years for like half a decade, she was nominated for an Oscar. Even more than I thought. Yeah. The, the Academy likes her, I guess. Yeah. All those old fucking idiots. Are like, oh, she's, a, she's a looker. Oh, look at those big and heavies. <laughs> she's compelling. I'd like to press them around my weak penis. <laughs> Speaking of blonde babes with big and heavies. Oh. They officially announced that Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be playing Furiosa in the new Mad Max spinoff just called Furiosa. George Miller, the director, is coming back to do this film. Charlize is pissed. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. She she had a post where she was... I think I have it here. Which sucks, because why couldn't they have worked both of them in? Charlize is fucking Charlize. Yeah, she said, It's a tough one to swallow. I fully respect George, if not more so in the aftermath of making that movie with him. He's a master. I wish him nothing but the best, but it's a little heartbreaking for sure. The mm. character Furiosa will forever be someone I think of and reflect on fondly. I would love to see that story continue. But if he feels like he has to go about it in this way, then I trust him in that manner. She sounds like she was She's waiting mad, for, yeah. for that Furiosa sequel call. I, definitely. And there's not a lot going on for her right now, too. She just had that Netflix turkey that like, people liked it, I guess. But what was it called again? Like Fight Club 2? <laughs> I think uh, The Old Guard. There it is. Good I actually guy. thought that was decent for mm-hmm. a Netflix stupid I may ask, action what did you like about it? <laughs> Classic. 
But they also announced uh, Chris Hemsworth and Yahya Abdul Mateen will be starring in this Mad Max. like Mateen. Who, he really shined in Aquaman. I'd like to see him getting some work. Oh. And everyone thinks Chris Hemsworth will be playing a young Immortan Joe. That's the, the hot buzz oh. right now. Which I could see then. Interesting. Could and be. no more Tom Hardy. No. He doesn't exist in this universe. Maybe they'll like sneak him in. Speaking like a CGI de-aged version. But yes. Speaking of Tom Hardy, Conchita Farrell from Two and a Half Men is has passed away. Wow. She played Berta, the heavy set maid. Ooh. Didn't she play a sidecar in some Adam Sandler movie? I feel like she was a Sandler side at one point. Or am I thinking of that large woman from Billy Madison? I don't know who. I'm... That the black woman? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I honestly don't know. Either but way, she's she's dead. She was seventy-seven. <laughs> she was funny. She. Uh, I enjoyed her. Charming character actor. May she rest in peace. Character actress. What do we say? What do we do? It's just actor now. Ooh. There is no gender. Classy. I'm Very so, dope. I'm so woke. And did you see that? And I know what you did last summer. Reboot TV series is in the works at Amazon. With James Wan set to produce, who directed Aquaman, which I just mentioned. I was just going to ask. I don't know any of his other work. I mean, he started the Saw franchise, which will okay. be... Okay, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Folks, brace yourselves for Scotty's Saw Corner coming up yes. later in the program. But yeah, and I know what you did last summer, TV show. It sounds no awful. Thanks. Yeah, why Not would for it me. It's just like, that's one of the worst horror movies. Even that was like a retread. It's like, oh, a killer fisherman who has a hook cool i guess is like, paul walker going to be back playing himself i mean that paul walker wasn't in that that was ryan philippe but you're right that good wasn't, enough wasn't funny at all then <laughs> okay mulligan and ryan philippe would probably return for this if when he's <laughs> not busy throwing his girlfriend down a flight of stairs he oh. loves getting work in d-list type of flicks yeah and he, shows he was on that shooter tv show on for like USA. three seasons <laughs> which was Oh, the fucking the lows that these people sink to. That was a shitty Mark Wahlberg movie. That then, then they were like, yeah, let's just make this a USA show with Ryan Philippe, and it was somehow a hit. The fact that they did three seasons, yeah, fucking ridiculous. Should we, for real quick, can we head on down to oh. uh, Ryan's Sports Corner? I'd love that. Me too. Let me get the theme queued up here. Fans will remember, we're big sportos here. Huge sports fans here at Enough to Podcast. Welcome to Ryan Sports Corner, men. All right, let's get those dicks out. Put them in your hand. Wow. This week on Ryan Sports Corner, we're going to talk about Tommy Pham from the San Diego Padres. He got <laughs> stabbed outside of a strip club, and he's okay. He didn't die. Damn. That's it. That's good. I, um, good for him. I don't... I've never heard of this character or this story, but that's fun. Tune in next week for more sports, all action, more sports, more athletic news here in Ryan's Sports Corner on Enough the Podcast. I'm Ryan. This is Sports Corner. Wow. I mean, while we're in the Sports Corner, that NBA bubble, like, didn't burst yet or what? (laughs) They, their season ended. I don't know who won, but they had a successful season without, uh, you know, not anyone on any of the teams got COVID the whole season. And everyone's, like, praising the NBA bubble. I don't know what that means. I'm picturing, like, 
It's not enti- a physical bubble. I thought this too at first. It's it's just they took over a big portion of Disney World and they have one court that everybody gets to play the games on or at least a few courts and no one is allowed in or out. Like, oh, so. It's just like they have certain hotel rooms for each player. Oh, all right. And like since there's only 20 or something players on each team, they had enough rooms to have every player in the entire league at the hotel. And so the and they all get tested regularly and nobody's in or out. And then I think it was once they got into the finals, people were allowed to have their families, like their mother, their wives and daughters and girlfriends in. Hmm. And that's it. That's what I was imagining. But they were all in like a biodome. Just I thought to be that fun. even when people say the bubble, I still see the biodome, even though I know that's not what happens. Yeah. I need it to be. But yeah, that uh, I feel like. Football, you keep hearing news stories every week about people getting it. I feel like they're going to shut that down soon. Yeah, football, it's like every week somebody new is sick. Mm. I don't understand how people aren't, you know, because football teams are so big. But the NFL has more money than the NBA, correct me if I'm wrong, sports fans. Kid, if Gronk gets sick, I'm going to kill myself. I don't believe he's played for several years. (laughs) Actually, no, he's back. Yeah. He's back in Tampa. He's playing with Brady, kid. How could you not fucking know I'm that? realizing this has been like a good three minutes of sports talk, and I'm kind of <laughs> loving it. Yeah, this is a sports show now, We should folks. do this every week. Like, the sports corner is like one news story with me doing a dumb voice, but let's like actually continue it and see how long we can talk about sports while the real sports fans listening are just furious <laughs> with our lack of knowledge. Yeah. This is like, I don't know, like a dog trying to catch a football. In. But yeah, did you see Ridley Scott and Joaquin Phoenix are teaming back up for the first time since Gladiator for a new movie about Napoleon? No thanks. Is that Napoleon Bonaparte? That's the I would be more inclined to watch Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) Yes. With Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Ridley. Yeah. Him like, now that I won an Oscar, I really, I want to play Napoleon Dynamite. John Heater would be so mad. (laughs) Gosh, I've been waiting for this. But uh, Napoleon, he's like the really short general or French general. Yes. took over a lot of stuff. That's I hope all they, I know. I hope they do like a little man type situation <laughs> and like put Joaquin's face on a little rascal. If so, this could be a masterpiece. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Ridley Scott. I feel like he's got a lot of movies. He's like, got some irons in the fire. He's got that wolf show raised by wolves yes which you're enjoying i didn't like yeah i kind of like fell off with it but you keep recommending it to me so maybe i'll get back in yeah i might get back in there too um oh did you see the kanye west uh presidential ad i didn't actually it's awful <laughs> this i believe let me play just a second of it is what it is him America's destiny? being grandiose Rabbi and Kanye shivery? West debuted his first official campaign video on Monday with a Jesus. focus on religion. His video featured families in prayer together and a series oh, of love the shows. fact that there's commentary By on my turning clip. to faith, we, we will be the kind of nation, the kind of people God intends us to be. Oh. That's the whole gist of it. It's like a full minute of just him going, God this yeah. and God that. Y'all ever heard of God? It's sort of humiliating, actually. It is. As a fan of Kanye. It's just like a hacky move. Like, oh, you're in your God phase now. Like, snooze. I told Lucy when we move in in the house, I'm going to buy a gigantic sculpture of Jesus hugging two children for the yard. Oh. (laughs) And I'm hoping that not only does it make her furious, but it keeps all of the neighbors from wanting to meet us. That sounds... Because they think we're like Jesus weirdos. 
sounds like a nice lawn item. I think it's three hundred dollars like on Wayfair's website. Anybody who wants to get gift me it, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> yes. What else do we have here? Shia LaBeouf and his uh, his theater company. I guess he has a theater company. Oh. Are mounting a play about a COVID nineteen testing site that features an anti mask character and a modern dance number. COVID-19 is a power-grabbed hoax. Shia LaBeouf is a turkey maker. I'm not a fan. Honey Boy was overrated. But yeah, this you hear that stream? The back of the bowl? I hate Mutt Williams. <clears throat> I'm like dying trying to do this Knock fucking stupid voice. eyes loose. But yeah, I'm a big Shia guy. This doesn't sound that strong. Not for me. Yeah. A play? About COVID? No thanks. In this climate? I don't think Shia cares about COVID. Wow. How about that? I don't think he's woke like we are. I mean, maybe we'll have to see this play to find out. Mm. And I also saw Woody Allen's... uh, What do you mean? His movie that got shelved about two years (laughs) ago. A Rainy Day in New York, starring Timmy Chalamet and a bunch of sidecars. Finally got its U.S. release. It was released in eight theaters... And they have about, they don't have the numbers, but about 300 ticket buyers across all eight theaters in its opening weekend. That's 20 people a theater? Something like that? Yeah. I wish I had, like, the dough amount, because that would be funnier. 20-something? But, I mean, a Woody Allen movie came out in theaters and 300 people saw it in America. You didn't see it. It wasn't even playing around here. I figured you'd you'd walk. (laughs) I just walked to New York to take this in. Oh, Scott, thank you for coming. Oh, jeez. What a mitzvah this is. (laughs) But I do want to see it once it, like, ekes onto some sort of streaming platform. I'm a fan of the man's work, even though he's a fucking... Better be free. Yeah. Woods. He's probably going to charge through the nose did you see that seven news anchor uh elena pinto hi seven news uh is the nbc affiliate here in boston she appeared in the adam sandler movie we reviewed last week hubie halloween and then was terminated from her job for breaching her contract she was not supposed to do any other media worth it for that appearance in hubie halloween in my opinion i broke this down earlier in my head of like she probably thought, okay, I'll ask work if I can do this. So she went to the GM or whomever, whoever, and said, listen, it's a really big thing. It's like a minute scene. It's like a, for like a young actress, that's a big deal. And mm. she's like, maybe it'll get, she is thinking maybe that's going to make her the next like Linda Cardellini or whatever, where she's in Sandler's orbit for a couple of movies. Adabadoo, welcome to the team. Number one, that didn't happen, probably. And number two, they said no. And then my guess is she just did it anyway. And they fired yeah. her because they were mad. She was probably like, I can't not do this. I have to do the Sandler movie. They'll probably cut it out anyways. It's fine. They didn't. And she got cut out of her job. Mm. So, Elena, if you're looking for work, Ooh. we would love for you to announce uh, Scotty's Book Corner here <laughs> on the Enough Podcast. So reach out to me uh, directly at Ankner on Instagram. We bring her in every episode in studio just to do that. She comes in for 90 seconds and then leaves. And then comes back for 90 seconds. And we do not departed. validate her parking? No. <laughs> but they, we were texting about this earlier. Tim Heidecker has announced his first ever stand-up special. Coming to YouTube in two weeks. Yeah, that's going to be funny. Yeah. that I guess he shot it recently in like a 
I guess it's got a sparse crowd, and uh, I'm sure he has a whole wacky take on the whole thing. People don't know him. The Beef House, Tim and Eric Awesome Show. He He's was great. most notably in the movie Us recently, mm. the uh, Jordan Peele horror movie. Yes. He played the friend. He also dropped an album recently. He's got a lot of irons in the fire. I'm, I'm loving all this Heidecker content. Yeah, and the album, it's not funny at all. It's like a very, like, if you didn't know it was him, you just assume, like, oh, this is like a nice, like, Grateful Deady sounding, like, folk rock type album. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's interesting. It has a couple cuts. Mm. And I know you're excited about this. The new Supermarket Sweep starts this Sunday, starring oh. uh, Leslie Jones. Jesus Christ. Probably the most annoying and unfunny celebrity on earth, in She's my opinion. She's just going to eat her way through the entire supermarket. <laughs> just roaring along. If they got anyone else to host this, I would watch it. Supermarket Sweep is one of those dumb, like, fun shows to watch when there's nothing on. What do they do? They, like, take a bunch of starving people through the supermarket and taunt them because they can't have any of the food? No, is they... That, that's how the concept? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with it. Sure. That's, that's what the show is. No, it's I can't even remember, but it's it's one of those game shows where you have to like hit the number, get I think the it's right like amount. They give them a, right. You have they give you a total, and you have to grab the right groceries to meet that total. And if you go over not close enough or whatever, you lose. Yeah, the price is right. I guarantee that they offered this to Guy Fieri, and he passed. He was just like, no thanks. I'm I got my own thing going on. And he, he basically starts cooking in the aisles. Yeah, he basically does the show already, that uh, triple... Guy's Grocery Games. There it is. Triple G, not to be confused with Triple D. Does he call it Triple G? Oh, yeah, baby. God, he's the best. He does, like, on the show, he says it a bunch. He's all about that branding. But, yeah, the supermarket sweep... I was saying online the other day, like, you know when people say the golden age of TV? Mm. I don't know when that ended, but we're not in it anymore (laughs) with shows like this and, like... And Wednesdays being Ken's days, because Ken G. Young hosts two separate singing competition shows, which I know I've mentioned before, but I just can't get over it. I'll never... You can mention it weekly, as long as we're not mentioning it in a positive light. <laughs> yes, it's insane what's going on, on on the tube out there. But yes, I also saw that the 1910 house that served as Buffalo Bill's home in Silence of the Lambs is on the market once again for a cool 298000 Holy shit. And the wallpaper and woodwork is all original. We need, need this house. Yeah, we need to buy this house just to do bits in. <laughs> like, I'm going to sell the house I am in the process of moving into. Yeah. And that's loose, wheels up. We're going to Buffalo Bill's house. <laughs> Where is it? Is it in New York? I'm not even sure. It doesn't say here. But yeah, us having that house, just like... That'd be awesome. Reenacting oh, it's in Belvedere, scenes. Ohio. Oh. Well, Ohio. I guess that's where it was... Okay, I gotta really read this. Making a video of like you putting the lotion in the basket, etc. It'll be our new TikTok house. Jane Gum or a Jane Gum. Multiple Migs. <clears throat> what did Multiple Migs say to you? But yeah, I thought that was fun. That. I'd love to go on like a tour of all the. There's a lot in like LA. Did you ever do that? Go on like a tour of all the yeah. famous spots? Well, I did a like a Paramount Studios tour, and then mm. you kind of just see them going around. I wish I'd done more touristy crap, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we Lucy and I were supposed to be out there 
a month ago, but coronavirus took the, took that from us. I'd eat that shit up like a studio tour or like you go to like, this is where they filmed. Uh, you do one of those know, TMZ Horror. tours. Ooh, that sounds no? gritty. What, what do they do on those tours? I think they just fu- shove a bunch of clams into a double-decker bus and shout at you for two hours and you get a Snickers bar at the end. Hi. Yeah, that's the tour I wouldn't love, like a bus tour with someone over a loudspeaker. The, P- the real Peterman tour? Yeah, who isn't Vince Vaughn in the breakup and like isn't fun at all. <laughs> ba ba ba. Um, what else? I saw that I, Tonya director Craig... Gillespie is set to direct an 80s male strip club murder saga called oh. Chippendales. With, What's that? With Dev Patel attached to star. Oh. I wish Chris Farley was around to star in the Chippendales movie. Yeah, that'd be really good. <laughs> that would only make sense. I miss him a lot. Yes. But yeah, this is, I guess they're going for like a Magic Mike <clears throat> kind of vibe. They're seeing if uh, that well still has anything left in it. I liked both the first and second Magic Mike. I think they're okay. Very watchable movies. Yeah. They're, you know, they're not anything that you'd recommend to people, but they're definitely filler, like, good background movies. Especially the first. The second one's a bit of a write-off, but, like, McConaughey in the first one is good. He could everything. It's got a lot of good bits. I wonder if they'll ever compete, ugh, complete that trilogy. We do love the naked men, so we hope so. Magic Mike Montero. King, colon king of the turkey heads he comes out wearing he gains all the weight back and he comes out wearing the nhs graduation hat with the tassel blown in his wind in the wind and he's doing the speech with those papers and he takes the gown off and the leg shatters and he <laughs> falls off the stage it's big, a green light big tummy hanging out monty we're gonna need you to gain that hundred yes and then get that gown please but uh yeah do we have any corners we want to hit before we take a little break? We, do we need the book corner? We, we should do shots, too. Ooh, yes. Shots. The book corner. I actually, I mentioned it last week that it came out, but I got that Seinfeld book. It's called uh, Is This Anything? And it's like the perfect like coffee table or bathroom book if you're one of those people who reads in the bathroom. I do. I don't care how filthy it is. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> This no. book has been in the bathroom. I was just... Sorry. No, I was... I was, I can't... How could you think of a, bath, a book in a bathroom without that right. Seinfeld bit? Swarm, swarm. Yeah. Is that two separate episodes? <laughs> Must be. Pam. But this book, it's, uh, it's just him, like, going through all his bits, like, decade by decade. And most of it's just, like, his bits, like, written out. And a lot of his stuff is really short and, like, blurby. It's like reading one of those old George Carlin books where it's just like bits, 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 bits. You can stop reading whenever because it's all just bits. It doesn't matter. I'm loving it. All right. That is... What's the name of the book again? Is This Anything? Is This Anything by Jerry Seinfeld. Available at your local Barnes & Noble. Yeah. (laughs) Which is definitely open, I I assume. I'm sure it is. But if you live in Sandusky, Ohio. If you like Seinfeld or comedy at all, it's like a home run. Couldn't recommend it enough. But uh, what did we shut this week? I... Want to start us off? Shuts. I shut off a movie called The Cleansing Hour. It was on Shutter about like some exorc- a fake exorcism priest. Ooh, I've seen movies like that. It was really bad. That sounds like such a Shutter movie. What was the it's title? A Shutter again? original. It was called The Cleansing Hour. The Cleansing Hour. 
I shut off another movie on Shutter called Scare Me with Aya Cash. And it was her, or she rather, and a stranger somehow end up in a cabin in the woods together. Why do they keep putting people in the woods? It's not scary. It has been kind of done to death. Lucy and I were in the woods a month ago, or two weeks ago. It was nothing. I wasn't scared even for one second. Bolt the door. Bolt the door if you're coming in. Just. Aya Cash, she's that babe from the boys, I believe. Sure is, yeah. I like her. Uh, I also, I'll just rifle these off and then you can go. I shut off The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 1. Oh. I got fooled by the Apple TV menu. They call it TWD now. And I saw TWD with like a scary guy on it. And I was like, that looks interesting. And by the time it was playing, I it was too late. I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a minute. That's so funny. That's probably why they do that. I've noticed that TWD yeah. stuff with like that woman screaming. Fooled me. I bet they fooled a lot of people with that. Well, and then it, it gets up. It fooled me for about five seconds. And then once it was playing, I was like, well, let's see if it's any good. And then, it just, it's not. It sucks. Then you saw Norman Reedus on a motorcycle and you were like, oh, this can only be so Riding many things. through this world. Dur, dur, dur. And then I shut off Just Mercy with uh, Michael B. Jordan. So I guess I'm a racist. Yeah, have mercy. My goodness. I shut off uh, Bly Manor on Netflix, that sequel to The Haunting of Hill House. Mm. I still haven't gotten in there, but I, I'm excited to. I like that director like a lot. It. It's I hated it, but it's sort of your speed. You'll probably say it was it was fine. I don't think you'll love it, but I was all jazzed up to watch it. I heard a lot of people describing it as a gothic romance, and I've anytime someone says like uh like it doesn't have a lot of scares, it's more of a gothic romance. It's like what? Who wants that? Like I'm gonna give it a shot, but I'm kind of like, like Jason Kelly in the really big pants <laughs> meeting up with like Krista Riamaki outside a hot topic at the Hanover Mall. Goths, baby. Krista, if you hear this, it's all in fun. If you want to be on the show, call me. Life is pain. Um, <sighs> those, those I shut off a movie goths. called. I remember them. <laughs> Just want to make yeah, sure. Don't worry that you heard me. <laughs> I shut off a movie called Butt Boy about a guy shoving things in his anus. Oh, Butt Boy! I <laughs> heard about how bad it was and gave it a whirl. It was pretty bad. I may go back, but Lucy kind of made me shut it off and sort of lost my momentum. She was like, "This is really dumb," and yeah. I was like, "All right." That's so funny. Her like, okay, could you turn off Butt Boy? <laughs> like this fucking this is enough. She's like, oh, he puts things into his anus. <laughs> In his ass. Uh, and then I shut off a movie called Confessional, which was also on Shudder. Another Shudder original. I shut three Shudder originals this week. It's Halloween season. I'm trying to get in the mood. I can't. It's I hate most. Most scary movies are so bad. Yeah, Shudder's good. You know, they have some good <clears throat> stuff for every now and then. But the bulk of what they're putting out is just like shitty, Trash. dog shit, run-of-the-mill horror movies. Yes. That's a lot of shuts for me. Did you get... I had seven. Did you beat seven? I think I only have a couple here. Seven. Fans might remember. <laughs> I was enjoying the first couple episodes. I'm sorry to report. The new season of Fargo is in the shuts this week. Oh man. It just lost me. Like, halfway through the last episode, I realized I wasn't paying attention at all. I was just being a phone guy. All the characters lost me, even though Jason Schwartzman has some inspired moments. Chris Rock is not not bringing those book of saw goods. He's a bad actor. Yeah. Funny comedian, bad actor. Nothing he's ever done has been okay. <laughs> but yeah, Fargo, fuck yourself. I'm done with it. Although I'll probably get bored and finish it all, like, once it ends. And I also shut off Emily in Paris. I don't know if you checked this out. That I new didn't. Netflix show with that babe. Fuck it's... Him. 
like all teen shows, it's just like pretty people embroiled in a love triangle. And she's in Paris, as the title might have led you to believe. What happens? Like she gets her period and they make her leave the country? (laughs) Get out of here. I watched like 20 minutes of it. Watching the show is like looking at a hot girl's Instagram. Like she looks great and is having fun, looking nice in foreign locations. And that's kind of the beginning and end of it. It's like, I don't know why this is a show that people are like crazy about, but I don't know. If you're a teenage girl turkey head out there, maybe check out Emily in Paris. And I also shut off Nocturne, which is a horror movie. I'm also trying to do the horror movie thing in this moment in time. Yeah, you're trying to be a Halloween boy. Mm. And this is on Amazon Prime, part of the Welcome to the Bloom House uh, repackaging turkeys to convince people like me to watch them. This had a good horror movie title, Nocturne. I was like, ooh, this sounds... Like, I had a great feeling about it, but it was very bad. They're going for, like, a black swan meets whiplash kind of vibe with this this girl. That's a good meets. Yeah. It could be. Yeah, it's, like, not nearly as good as either of those movies, but that's, like, what they were striving for. But uh, that babe, Sydney Sweeney, are you familiar with her? Sweeney. Who was just like... Yeah, but I can't remember. Give me something else she's in. I know that name. I think she might be on Euphoria. There it is. With the big and heavies? Yes. Yes. I'm very familiar with her. You she... might want to find out if you guys are blood related before you, you know, <laughs> stick it to her. Exactly. She should marry me. I already got that last name, baby. Marry me, hoops. <laughs> but yeah, she is something else. She posts pictures on Instagram <sighs> that legitimately make me gasp. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> she's, she's a babe. But yeah, look at her. even with her in this movie, it's just, she couldn't save it. It's, uh, it was kind of like a boring version. Remember that movie, The Perfectionist with Allison Williams? Yes. It was kind of like a boring version of that where like her and this girl she used to be friends with are like jockeying for the, the main seat for their violin academy or whatever the hell it is. It didn't have the stuff. And she also didn't look as great as she normally did in it. They were kind of like downplaying her babeness. Mistake. Like, I'm look, sorry, I was in a rabbit hole with, with photos. <laughs> You're just staring at her, her shots. Good. Hey, uh... hey baby. <coughs> but yeah, Nocturne on Amazon Prime. Didn't care for it. Not for you. Not for me. And yeah. Folks. Should take a little break? Let's take a break. We'll be okay. right back. Wow. Uh, do we want to talk about this? I mean, I feel like we should. Yeah, I mean, it's fresh. Yeah. I don't want to give it the episode title, though. That's my issue. Mm. But we just watched a little bit of the Aaron Sorkin. I guess it was his second film, The Chicago 7 on Netflix. Yes. He's written many a film, but this is the second one he directed after mm. Molly's Game. That forgettable Jessica Chastain vehicle from a few years ago. That was decent, even though it was forgettable. I didn't hate that one. This one was a little sluggish. I may finish it. We we didn't shut it. We paused it. That's a new segment, The Pauses. (laughs) The Pause. Yeah, this is like a homework movie. Mm. It's about the trial of the Chicago 7, which is something 
I feel like I should know about, but don't really. Bunch of hippies, you know, I don't know, in the 60s, I guess. Yeah. They were opposed to the Vietnam War. I'm sure the people who were alive during that time period listening to this are shaking their heads, but I found this movie to be rather vague and confusing and overly wordy. Yeah, I think they assumed that you knew this story going in because it kind of just like got right into it. And I was sitting there like, uh, huh? It had a good cast, though. We were going like, oh, it's like Frank Langella or somebody every like two minutes. Sasha Baron Cohen doing, as Abby Hoffman doing a terrible Boston accent. Yeah, and that guy from uh, Eddie Redmayne who won the Oscar for that... Uh, that handicap movie that nobody saw. Who's the guy who like used the machine to communicate? Stephen Hawking? Yes. He won the Oscar for playing him in a movie I can't even remember the name of. But uh yeah, him and Sasha Baron Cohen, it's like distracting watching a British person try to like keep up their American accent. And you got the guy who played the BFG. In a, in a strong role. I feel like we've bitted the BFG a few times, and I like it. Yeah. He's that guy. Spielberg put him in, like, every movie he made for a bunch of years. And I think he was, like, his muse. No, I hadn't seen him in anything else in a while. It it's was, on Netflix, so if you want to get in there, but yeah, this, check it out. This movie was so courtroom-heavy. Yeah, once, real slow. Once a movie enters a courtroom, it gets like 30% more boring automatically. It's just like listening to the back and forth, all the legal terms, everyone's objecting. I can't think of a courtroom drama that I enjoy. Yeah. They don't exist. Even like the great ones that people praise, like A Few Good Men, I don't even think I ever finished that. It's okay. There's that one scene where Nicholson and Cruz are yelling at each yeah. other, throwing smoke, and it's that's it. Yeah, they're handling the truth. Especially in this movie, it was just like very sloggy scenes where it's just like, okay, I feel like I'm in a courtroom and this is not, I'm not having fun. Last time I was in a courtroom was more interesting than this movie (laughs) because it was for jury duty and it was in Dorchester or in wherever the fucking courtroom is here. Was it a spicy case? It was a bunch of dullards arguing with each other. Classic. Here comes Meg to take her big drink of water mid-show. Classic Meg. But I will say something positive. It's less Sorkin-y than some of Aaron Sorkin's other mm. stuff. We were saying when we were watching it, most of his stuff, especially the newsroom, every character sounds like the same person who's just like a know-it-all, fast-talking, and I don't know, it just Pe- sounded like the same person right, that, talking to each other like five times. This yeah, movie's better with that. That unrealistic dialogue that he puts in everything people don't talk to each other like that stop it yeah it's like every character's me and they're all just the best you're a real crumb bum but yeah i might finish it also it's like a homework assignment to learn about this important event in history that i don't know much about the thirsty meg (laughs) having a big sip (laughs) this is the fans this is part of the show now yeah, I'm, I'm over putting her in the crate. Like, it's fine. Let them catch that. It's an Easter egg for the fans. You guys just got to enjoy Meg's water corner. <laughs> Hot new segment. Do we need, like, a... like a, Yeah, Meg needs a cut for her. Right. 
That's just my baby. Oh, there it is. <laughs> All right, folks, here we are in Meg's water corner where Meg has a sip and then paces around the apartment like she does all day long. Meg, this is for you. She's hanging out over here. I'm Scotty. But yes, that is uh, Trial of the Chicago 7. Hot new Netflix original. What else you got? Wanna, can we talk about girls' rules? Yes. I want to talk about nothing. That's but. really all I have this week, and the new Bachelor that I don't want to talk about because, in my opinion, there's they, we all know that Claire Crawley got or removed herself from the show with a dude. Claire, and I don't want to talk about it until Tasha is in an episode, <laughs> and we have. Wow, he's already on a first name basis with the new very muggy cast. Yes, but let's no. talk about girls' rules. Yeah. And give it the full title, American Pie Presents Girls Rules. Of course, of course. This is important. And this movie, which came onto Netflix the same day it came out on demand, so they're just like dumping it. They're like, here you go. <laughs> like, Let's hope some people pay for it, even though they don't have to. Yeah. And this, like literally every other American Pie straight-to-video sequel, starts with a gag where like, the kids actually it's a girl this time she's masturbating and like her grandmother is walking into the room and it's Fuggin. they literally they do this bit in every one it's like when they sit down to write one of these it's like well we gotta start with a a classic like grand getting fucking... caught masturbating is not that funny yeah it's just like these movies are so sexed up but just in like a cheesy unrealistic fucking absurd way i wrote down the movie they didn't spend any money on the soundtrack so they got a bunch of really bad cover versions of songs like that song hot stuff and yeah those were like those are like glaringly bad covers i remember we were talking about that i wrote down it's like animal house meets mean girls and nobody asked for it (laughs) yeah most oversexed movie I've ever seen, and I hated all of the characters. Yeah, that, that crew of gals, Oof. which includes Stephanie Stifler. There's a, now a third Stifler. With a, quite the butt. Yeah, she was kind of a babe, but the chops weren't really there. And some she was of, also born in 1998, which made me feel repulsive yeah, when I saw that. Because, I mean... She's still activated. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that one girl who seemed like Aquafina's understudy or something, oh, she was terrible. The girl with like the bag full of dildos. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like this whole movie is just girls like poorly roasting guys for not being woke. And it's just like, bleh. Uh, which it's, is, it's yeah. even more odd because this movie was written by two men and directed by a man. Yeah. It's got this whole like female empowerment like thing going on. Nothing better than a movie about teenage girls discovering themselves sexually and like coming into their own as women, written and directed by three men in their mid fifties. Yeah. It's exactly, exactly what the world needed. <laughs> they they know. They know. And yeah, it's like a loose remake of the original. They're all like trying to have sex for the first time. Whoa. And it's When in reality women never have to try to have sex. Yeah, they don't that's not a thing. Especially these girls who are like babes. They're like right. getting together like, okay, like... This we're is really be do- our week. We're really down on our luck. How are we going to manage to find some <laughs> fucking dope? To- that one girl who like her boyfriend like fell in the bushes or something and then like left her. It's just like, you know, you'd meet someone else in four other... Four days. Like you're a knockout. Yeah. Wouldn't be a thing. Uh, there was a really strong scene where 
the wacky dildo girl is wearing remote control panties and they get get so out of control she falls off the roof and that one guy steps on them and turns them up really high whoa (laughs) are we selling this movie it's on netflix american pie presents girls rule and i think you should check it out i gotta say though it has zero american pie universe cameos which I was, I was waiting for the Eugene Levy or like a Shermanator. Give me something. I got a lot going on with Shit's Creek. It's <laughs> a good Eugene Levy. I'm a hot, I'm a hot commodity now, Scott. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, this movie, honestly, a disgrace to the American Pie Presents brand name. And we were like predicting every joke, like when it happened, being like just finishing all their like dudsy. Movies should not be that predictable. Yes, is what I said. I shouldn't know what's going to happen at the end in the beginning. Yes. I'd like a fun, unpredictable movie to watch. Yeah, like, give me... With a twist that surprises me. Yeah, give me at least, like, a scene where I'm like, oh, okay, that was something. All right, all right, all right. This movie just, like, roared along. But, I mean, give it, like, a a hate watch, like a turkey watch. It's one of those. And how would you feel if I took you down to Scotty's Saw Corner? Yes, you're right, Alex. I don't have the Saw theme cued, but go nuts. Which, are you on six now? I'm glad you asked. This week I watched five and six. <laughs> we got a double threat here, folks. I just couldn't help myself. I was just riding the waves of this franchise. Uh, Saw 5 is the one where they show Jigsaw training the sidecar who would become yes. the next Jigsaw. And the new Jigsaw, who's like the star of five and six, is... One of the worst actors I've ever seen in a major motion picture. I don't know how he got this gig. He almost derails the entire franchise. But I was watching this and I was laughing, imagining, you know the videos when like someone wakes up in a trap and, yes. and it's the doll talking to the camera, explaining the situation they're in? I like imagining Jigsaw toiling over the shoot of those. Be like, I, I need to do another take of that. That that head turn was hacky. And, yeah, just... Uh, five's fucking stink. Six was oddly, like, pretty enjoyable. I think six might be a series highlight after one... Which is six again? Six is the one that has... Oddly enough, it has, like, a, a scathing take on the healthcare industry. They sneak you in... They sneak in this whole backstory where Jigsaw... He gets set off on his journey because he couldn't get coverage, basically. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Yeah. Here in Massachusetts, I know it's a heck of a time. And yeah. even we have a, uh, Romney care in place. Yeah. It's just one of the more interesting entries. Like, they got so bored with the mythology. They're like, yeah, let's have this one be like a scathing critique of the healthcare industry. <laughs> it's uh, Jigsaw's a Medicare for all guy. I'm a Bernie bro, yes. But I also appreciate that Jigsaw never reused a trap in all these movies. Even when he set up six movies worth of traps for after he's dead. No repeats. He's a true artist. My favorite trap was the swimming pool full of needles. Because Mm. I've used that as a scenario of like, would you rather, oh, I don't know, finish the Chicago 7 or jump (laughs) into a swimming pool full of AIDS needles? I would have to think about it. Yeah. That's... Yeah, a lot of the ones in 5 and 6 also, they're just disgusting. What about Meat Slicer D.I.? I don't think they'll ever beat that trap. I'm surprised they never did that in mm. a Saw movie. For folks that don't know, we have a running joke about would you rather 
And I think one half is something to do with having sex with your own dad. Classic. And sorry, dad. And the <laughs> other half of the bit is you put your penis fully erect on a meat slicer huh. and remove it. I believe it was centimeter by centimeter until it's completely gone off of your body. Yeah, put it on like the paper thin ham setting. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I sometimes slice slices so thin I didn't even know they were there. How'd you know you cut anything? I guess I just assumed. <laughs> Good. But yeah, that, uh, you know, ludicrous franchise. I got Saw, the final chapter, which wasn't the final chapter. No. And Jigsaw after that. And as we know, one day we will open the book of Saw, and that'll be in Scotty's book corner, and everyone will have fun. And I was also looking online for, I can't believe this product doesn't exist, a Saw movie-themed jigsaw puzzle. Doesn't that seem like the biggest no-brainer in the world? Just of him, or? Or anything to do with, like, the Saw movies. You know, that's like the whole thing. I shouldn't even be giving this idea away. Yeah, this is gold. I think you're giving away a really, really good idea that would have been what we could have retired on, so you blew it. Yes. You're like Don Draper. But yeah, that's the Saw franchise. These are on Cinemax, if you want to get in there, folks. I think some of them are on Prime also. It's uh, tis, the, tis the Season, sorry. Get in there. What was I thinking? Yeah, um... Cinemax is they. I have my Cinemax subscription through Prime, mm. so that's how it gets confusing for me because I'm like, is this on? Yeah, same. Yeah. The Turkey Team account. Uh, what else? Last night I fell asleep watching Hubie Halloween rewatch. A rewatch. Were you I looking looked, for our girl Elena? It was funny because I was like, I popped open Netflix and was thinking about like maybe getting into Bly Manor or what have you, and then I'm dog sitting for my brother. The dog stepped on the remote and Hubie Halloween started. And I was like, this is divine intervention. Just gotta, just gotta roll with this. You mean the god came down and stopped the bullets? But yeah, I didn't get too far into it, but it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's nice and light. Yeah. Impossibly light. Do we want to maybe talk about The Bachelorette? Season premiere. I can't believe I'm like trying you, to convince yeah, you. Yeah, you're to pushing it. I thought I thought I went out of my way to say that we didn't have to cover it, but yeah, let's. All right. Um, I, but then I threw it on and bunch of dullards. I'm hating this this quarantine cast. They're they're all gweeds. Yeah, I don't like any of them. Awful cast. Like not even none of them were even funny. There was one guy named Easy who was being kind of wacky, but yeah, we need like a. Um, Whoop guy or whatever. Remember him? The one guy who had that product that he was trying to sell. It was, yeah, that sounds fun. He just like kept saying the slogan from his stupid fake business. Yeah. I think he only went on the show to promote his fake business, but he lasted like three episodes because it was so wacky. <laughs> but yeah, a true like pack of dopes this year. And the main, the Bachelorette, who she's from a couple seasons ago, you probably know better. Uh, Claire Crawley was on The Bachelor. <laughs> oh. I'm yelling. He's on bad. the Juan Pablo season. Ooh. And she got to the very end and then he rejected her. Oh, yeah. They showed Famously. that clip. Yeah. The show was very filler heavy. They had She's, so much backstory and like. It's a lot of it. Yeah. It's a whole opera. And she's 39 now. She looks great. 
She takes very good care of herself, gets good work done. And uh, I like the guys. They showed a clip from a future episode where they're like roasting her. It's like, you're the fucking oldest bachelorette ever. She's obviously in tears. That's probably her weak spot. Yeah. Women, I think, get very self-conscious about their age. Uh, uh, men, it's penis size. I myself have a micro penis. Ooh, I'm going to let everyone know here on the show. <laughs> good. I was floored by when they all like have to introduce themselves, they meet outside in the whole setup. Their one-liners when they come out, almost every single one gave me like actual douche chills. This one guy comes out and says, I'm a lawyer and my job is to convince the jury of my case that you're guilty of looking fine. Yeah, I, and then she spun the line and used it on him. Yeah. She's like, you're guilty of being handsome. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> this sucks. Nicholson but, starts shouting at her. Yeah. And uh, one guy said, just in case you're thirsty, I'm a tall drink of water. Ha! Which made me feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> guy with a parachute that says, I've fallen for you already. I was like, okay. And then like a guy in knight's armor being like, I've already shed my armor for you to prove I'm vulnerable, baby. Ha! Huh. I like imagining all them like in the fucking... The accessories room being like, what can I grab to try to do a muggy... Did you stay for the blooper reel at the end of uh, Claire and Chris Harrison moving the set of armor off of the set? Oh. She was like, Chris Harrison, I need your help. Wow. Like, clearly very planned. And then he comes out, he's like, don't worry, baby. And like, picks up the fucking helmet and it's like, it's not heavy, it's fake. Yeah. And he's a... He's a terrible host. He's, he's the very ultimate upsetting. dullard. Yeah. He gets the easiest job in the world, and he's probably a, a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, the drama is always either like, you spend too much time with the other guys. I feel like we didn't even have time to talk at all. <laughs> That's like the only drama that even comes I love the guys show. that are convinced that if X didn't happen, they would have been the guy or whatever. They would have been the one who took it home. Like, if she just didn't get mad at that other guy and like I would have been in there and like, yeah. like it's like bro just admit that like she looked at you she looked at the other guys she chose the other guys because they're better than you and move on it has nothing to do with that you're you know you're the shortest guy on the show it's over yeah it's like you're just a weirdo who's like pretending to be in a fake romantic comedy just to like get some work and uh, like the guys they're just meeting her and they're already talking about like the love that I have for you Claire it's like, you literally just met her before you said this sentence. My favorite part about all of it, too, is that these guys are all convinced they're in love, right? Now they're just yeah. going to sub out Claire, with, put in Tasha, who was on The Bachelor in Paradise, and wow. I believe The Bachelorette, uh, or I'm sorry, The Bachelor. Batch. She got kicked off The Bachelor pretty quickly and then was on Bachelor in Paradise. And John Paul Jones was dating her. Oh, wow. I forgot about John Paul Jones. What and a she scene blew off stealer. John Paul Jones after the show. Wow. And is now single, I guess, or at least was. And it's like these guys are gonna just pivot from talking about how much they would would be ready to fall in love for Claire and just be like, well, other girl that's here, like, yeah. I love you. Yeah. She's not even the same type of person. She's ten years younger. She's not even the same race. Not that that matters, but she's a completely different type. Mm. Tasha's actually much better looking, in my opinion. So now that you're in the main role, I think we can make this work. Right. It's just whoever's here, like, it's just life is a game of musical chairs. You're like the one, whoever you are, main lead babe. Yeah, Absurd. it's. I hate watch this show. I've been doing it for 
I guess like almost 10 years and <laughs> reveal. <laughs> I, uh, I'm still never going to be that proud of it. It's too long for me. If they need, they need to shorten it because it is funny for a while just watching people like embarrass themselves in this fashion. But it, I don't know. No commercials. It's it's bearable. If you watch it live on ABC, you are a psychopath. Yeah, that's fucked. It's up. like two and a half hours with like a Clairol commercial every ten seconds. Yeah, I need that tight. No commercials, just roaring all the way through. And even then, I almost always watch the rest the next day. Yeah. What else did you watch? Anything? I mean... Is that cologne I smell? <laughs> what about our no cologne agreement? I think that's basically it. I have an idea. Ooh. It's a big one. I was thinking we watched The Departed. I love it. All right, great. I was laughing. You were watching Knight Rider the other day? It sucked. I forgot <laughs> to put it in my shuts. I shut Knight Rider. That, uh... Did you start it from, like, the tippity? I did. Like the that pilot? was the pilot, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. I, I, I was very amused by the idea of you watching Knight Rider. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's... It's on stars if you guys want to give it a whirl. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll get back in. I like the how base. the guy... I think the guy who played Mr. Feeney does the voice of he the does. car. Yeah. That I like. Sean has him in the death pool. Does he? So let's hope he lives forever. He, he, so that Sean he cannot pay his mortgage. <laughs> Boy meets world and I. Oh, here we are with 90 seconds. Ooh. Leo's getting drunk off a bottle of wine. His phone's vibrating. We're nearing the end of this. I'm probably going to get emotional when we end this bit. And then start it right from the tippity. <laughs> We're back. I have been thinking about it. I think it's funnier for us to start it over. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I mean, that is a great bit. Just like, oh, we finally finished watching The Departed over the course of like 75 episodes. Let's start it over. Did not did we start the 90 seconds in the beginning? How many episodes in? We started like in Episode the teens. 20. Okay. Somewhere. I'm not even sure exactly. I'm not either. Yeah, we could go. Monty, check it out. We'll do a big entire series yeah. re- rerun. Run through, run through the whole thing real quick. This You're, is a very quiet scene. Yeah. Do you remember when this movie won Best Picture at the Academy Awards? No, but yes. <laughs> it's so weird. Leo, like, setting up his go bag and, like... Hi, Frank. Oh, thank God you're here. Frank. Can you come in or meet me? It's also... I always forget this movie's a remake. Of Infernal Affairs, yeah. that Asian movie, yeah. This is, more than anything else, like, doesn't seem like a remake. And no one ever talks about the fact that it's a remake. Frank. Alright, that's 90. Wow. It's completely uh, dialogue-free 90 seconds, folks. Yeah, Those that, are the best ones. That was a weird one. The fans love it. They do. What a funny segment. <laughs> He's back. Folks, why don't you check out the hit podcast, Uncle to Uncle. They're really hitting their stride, especially the last couple. Home runs, I love it. The new spin-off pod, Buzz Tank, also very strong. As I mentioned earlier, follow us on Instagram at Enough the Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Enough. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. Right. I'm on uh, Instagram at Ankner, A-N-K-N-E-R, and you can find my fitness account, A-N-K underscore F-I-T, that's Ankfit, Ankfit Boston. Folks, uh, I think that's enough. Sorry. I, I was trying not to interrupt the that's enough sign off and 
I, I fucked it up. But luckily, we may be sticking around for another minute mm. right now. Oops. Maybe. That's enough. Have a good Hello, Kristal. Oops. Wow. Madam. <laughs> Cod, you're live on enough. How are you? Episode 90, madam. How you doing, bud? Doing well. How are you doing? How are you doing, guys? Pretty hey, good. You know, hang, on, hang on one moment. One moment, guys. Cool. Um, we'll figure it out. I hope he's in the middle of something, like, very serious. I hope he is in the middle of, like, a big deal at work. Now you have my undivided attention. He's right, love it. Were you in the middle of having sex or something cool like that? Yes, yes, I was in the middle of having sex. He was in the sex. middle of a West Wing, John Adams, simultaneous rewatch. <laughs> what a threesome. Yeah, dual screens. But we gotta get your review of uh, the big West Wing HBO Max special. That uh, aired the other night. Um, it's it's propaganda. <laughs> yeah, this is. No. They took the cast of that show and made it seem like it was going to be like an episode of the old show, but it was just like a bunch of celebrities talking about how you need to vote type stuff. Yeah, well, it's, it's actually it was like a stage play. Um, Oof. The, Ooh, yeah, that sucks. They were like the, in a theater in Los Angeles, and it's, it's just a stage play and. I assumed, as a big West Wing fan, that it was going to be, like, you know, this is what President Bartlett and these characters are doing, you know, 20 years after, or how long it's been, however yeah. years after the conclusion of the West Wing, but it wasn't. It was just like an episode plucked out of a season. Oof. But I don't, I, but I don't think it was. It's just like this default episode about President Bartlett running for re-election. But it was all very tongue-in-cheek like you know the other guy's awful and we can't vote for the other guy very trump yeah i bet they literally like looked to the camera and winked a couple times yeah that sounds um, awful wheeling out michelle obama and lynn manuel and oh lynn manuel lynn manuel is an enemy of the enough podcast <laughs> why does he just pop up everywhere yeah and like people love him and i don't know why i think it's like I don't a, think people do i think just celebrities do that's that's probably point, more accurate yeah. But yeah, like we were saying the other day, all he did was Hamilton, and every celebrity on Earth seems just like enraptured um, with this guy. Like what him is just your, appearing in Curb, the, li- the live action Mary Poppins. Oh, I completely forgot that existed. Him as the Dick Van Dyke character. I'm an Emily Blunt guy, so I didn't. Forget. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. She's a babe, but that movie's a, a snoozer. Cod, have you watched the uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven yet on Netflix? Ooh. You rewatched it? No, I'm saying, have you watched it yet? Oh, no, I haven't. We just, uh, I guess you could say, shut it. Yeah. We watched half, and we didn't really want to go back. It's it's a bit much. Yeah, I think you're going to love it with that Sorkin dialogue. It's not quite as Sorkin-y as you may need, but mm. I think you're going to like it regardless. Yes. You know, thinking about Sorkin and, and some stuff recently, it, it's kind of a damn shame that he hasn't hooked up with uh, better directors from movies like he did with Fincher. Yeah. That David Fincher can make anything good. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, but but it worked. It just that just worked really well, and, and now Sorkin's like doing his own movies and stuff. And I guess that's fine. I guess I don't know. I'd rather see him with him not directing his stuff and with like real directors. I agree. Yeah, I agree. He doesn't quite have the eye for it. I think it's like you can't start directing in your late fifties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, did nice. you hear that uh, Billions was renewed for season six? Can I? Uh, so you already so something? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, of course I can believe it. Yeah, absolutely. But. Um, you're like beside yourself. Supposedly, season five was they only aired half of it and then stopped halfway because I guess they were almost mid filming with COVID nineteen and everything. Yeah. Oh. They did something weird though. It wasn't a finale, but their like last episode of season five was was very strange. They mentioned the coronavirus. Oh. Yeah, and, and what's kind of interesting about that is I never considered this about media before. Like, does coronavirus exist in the world of these dramas and TV shows that we watch? Right. That's a good question. I mean, that's it's going to be interesting to see what shows do and don't do that. I hope Grey's Anatomy is doing an entire season devoted to it. Yeah, they're like, because they're in, they're literally in like, they're in season nineteen. They're like, oh, thank God, something new we can get a story (laughs) about. Like Jesus Christ, Ellen Pompeo just counting that mountain of cash. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you expect some, you know, Law and Order, you know, rip from the headlines, all the first stuff, you know, that, that like, I'm sure they'll yes. touch on all that. But yeah, it's a good uh-huh. question. Like, most people want shows to be like an escape, and like, do you want your escape to be all about the stupid Not COVID? Me, buddy. Oh, his virus. Like, we're going to see shows and movies that, like, you know, like a heist during the lockdown. Like, oh. we're going to see that, right? I saw they announced one, I think Anne Hathaway's in it, and like, Doug Lyman's doing it. It's like a caper set in covid it's like oh cool great <laughs> like yeah it's especially by the time that comes out it'll be like five years from now and no one will want to even think about that anymore it feels different than like making a movie around like 9 11 or something where 9 11 was like this big event mm. that had a you know a beginning and an end arguably and this is just this misery that we live with still i don't know i don't know if i want to see it yeah, it's yeah, not, it's not I, very. I agree with that. It's not very cinematic. Like, oh yeah, people hiding in their house and wearing masks. Like, cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you know, pandemic where they can make it interesting. Mm. Or, Are you thinking of the Soderbergh movie? What's the Soderbergh movie? Contagion. A contagion. Yes. Let's make another movie called Pandemic about just us sitting in my apartment recording the show. <laughs> Green light. Soderbergh's good. Yeah, like a Soderbergh uh, Sorkin movie. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd watch that. That sounds like a good mix. Soderbergh is a fucking weird guy. Soderbergh, or um, uh, Aaron Sorkin and Kevin Smith, maybe? <laughs> oh, Kevin Smith. <laughs> you know how much of a big Kevin Smith fan I am? Schwalbeck. I was trying to remember that taint bit. I just I can't remember it either. Comic book man still a thing? <laughs> uh, no, that got canceled. Comic book man got axed years ago. Yeah, thank God. I was laughing. Walking Dead season ten. The whole thing with AMC Plus, like they're trotting their way into the streaming game. It's like, who do you think you are, AMC? You have one good show right now, Better Call Saul. The rest is Drek. Like, who's gonna get AMC Plus? Nothing better than the late to the party streaming services. Yeah. Is is Hell on Wheels gone? (laughs) (laughs) Let me fire up AMC Plus and watch the whole run. the Pierce Brosnan vehicle? Oh, like The Father or whatever that show is called. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. These shows don't even exist. Mm. But, Cod, we should go. We've gone 
very long, I feel. I think. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. Oh yeah, we figured you'd love to chime in. I just finished hooking up the new TV. I got it today. Ooh. Fuck. I, mine is mine has been ordered. I have to go get it soon. It's going in my new place, so I'm very. How is it, Cod? It, it was like I had a good one, as like you did yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, this and, one's better. I'm, I'm still gonna keep the old one, kind of shuffling some things around in between rooms, and, and not having an OLED. I was like, oh, how much better is an OLED? It's it's pretty noticeably different. Really? All right, I'm excited. Are we talking 8K? What's the K count? It, I think it has the capability to do that, but like Ooh. everything's just so crisp. Like the yeah. blacks are so black, and it's just it, it's it's pretty nice. <laughs> Love that stuff. I want to chuck this TV in the ocean and get it tomorrow. <laughs> God damn it! Now we got to get the. I ordered those. We'll talk about this off air. This is not for the. This is like the audio corner. Text me back about my TV guy, Cod. Yeah, even even Monty is like, okay, enough. Yeah, Monty's <laughs> Monty is shutting us right now in his Mazda. Uh, he's just going through his credit card statement. <laughs> <laughs> item by item. All right, Cod. Have a good weekend, bud. Good night, guys. Thanks, Cod. Later. Bye. Right. Yo, kill me with this. And folks, now. That's been enough. Have a goo. Have a goo.